Hi everyone, uh, Matt here with a solo episode this week. And the last episode we did was on bootstrapping a business. And that got me thinking about what would I do differently if I was to set up a new business? What would I do to set up a new business? So I thought that might be a good topic to cover today. So I wanted, uh, wanted to hit that. And this is what I would do based on my experience with Astropad. And I have set up some other businesses in the past, but Astropad is really my first really successful business. How would I set things up? What tools would I use? How would I get started? So I want to cover that. And of course, these are all my, my own opinions, and there's many, many ways to do this. But let's get started. So if I was going to set up a new business, I would start bootstrapping. And that's, that's what I talked about last time was bootstrapping a business. And that, that is totally how I would start out building a, a new internet-based company. I would want to put together a, at least a proof of concept, a prototype of some kind of the new you know, product or service I was working on. And you know, I wouldn't head straight for investment. I know on the last one I talked about not you know, our decision for Astropad that investment isn't the best choice for us, at least at, at this point point in the company's life. It's not to say for a future one, I would never do it, but it would have to be right. It would have to be going after the right opportunity, something where you needed to scale up quickly or the costs were just so much that you really needed angel investment to get going. A good example of that is if you're doing a hardware company, you're developing a new hardware product, that's really expensive to do. That's really hard to bootstrap. So unless you have something existing, you're probably going to need to raise some angel investment. But still, even there, before I would do that, I would try to prototype and put together kind of a minimum viable product, kind of almost like you do for Kickstarter, put together a prototype before I'd, I'd seek that out. I would be a remote first company. Uh, that's worked really well for us. And it seems like the future is headed that way as well. So I'd stick with that. And I would totally want to have a co-founder, right? Giovanni and I have been great co-founders. Of course, I'd, I would love to love to continue doing companies with him and I'd want a co-founder. But if you're somebody that doesn't have a co-founder and you aren't sure if you should try to find one, I would rather go solo than try to bring somebody in that you don't know really or don't trust, right? Like I'm very skeptical of those things you see like co-founder meetups, like founder meetups, like find a co-founder. I'm very skeptical of that. I would not be comfortable with that. I think it's too much to bring in pretty much a total stranger. It's better to work with somebody you really know, and if not, go it solo. So that's kind of the high-level stuff I would do. Now, what about tools? What would I use for tools to set up a new company? Well, I'm a big fan of SaaS, software-as-a-service solutions whenever possible. Rather than hiring a consultant or hire an employee, uh, granted, if you're getting just getting going, you probably really can't have employees, but big fan of that. You know, even SaaS solutions that seem pretty expensive are actually a lot cheaper than the equivalent of having to hire somebody specifically to do that. So in general, you'll see like I go for a lot of services. So the first thing you'd have to start with is the company setup. What do you do for the company setup? Now for Astropad, we did the more traditional route, registered with the uh, in the state of Minnesota, we had a lawyer write up documents. Like it was the very traditional LLC, limited liability company setup. Now there's a much better option, and I would use Stripe Atlas. Stripe Atlas is a way to easily set up a new company. You can do an LLC or a C Corp, and they have tons of good information on their website about setting it up. They make it really easy to set up a Delaware LLC or a Delaware C Corp, and that's totally the way I would go if I was to do it over again. 
So in our case, we're an LLC and you've got the choice up front. Do you want to become an LLC or a C Corp? Well, there's a lot of nuance in here, all sorts of legal and financial tax implications. But my take on it is if you're doing something that you really see as a bootstrap project, as something like a, a side project, I would probably stick with an LLC. LLCs are much lighter weight. And they're, in terms of taxes, they're pass-through, which essentially you pay less taxes on, on profits in the business. You know, profits as you pull out of the business, I should say. C-Corps, though, are the standard if you want to raise investment, really of any kind. So if you know 100%, let's say you're doing a hardware company, you want to develop some hardware, well, you're probably going to have to raise investment. It's probably wise to go directly to a C-Corp. The thing to know is LLCs can be easily turned into C-Corps, Right. So that's always an option too. If you don't really know, if you're like, well, this is starting to decide thing, maybe it'll become a bigger thing. You can start it as an LLC and convert it to a C-Corp. The nice thing about LLCs is they have much lighter weight rules around them in terms of just, just the overall management and paperwork. So that's one nice thing about LLC and why they work good for, for side projects. So I'd start there, right? I'd start there if I didn't really know where it was going. I mean, to this day, Astropad is still an LLC, and there's actually some really, really big LLCs out there. So it's not that they can't scale. So I do that for company setup. And then, then you get into kind of the boring administrative stuff. But this stuff's important to get right, and we've actually gone down a lot of rabbit holes here. So the first thing is I would totally get QuickBooks set up. And I know there's a lot of love-hate relationship with QuickBooks, but I would go at QuickBooks online. They're improving the product a lot. It's not terribly expensive. And QuickBooks is really the de facto standard and in, in the like accountants and bookkeepers are used to it, right? So there's some more exotic solutions, but I would just keep it simple, right? Like this isn't really where you want to innovate. Use what people know. So do, do QuickBooks and start that for, for tracking your expenses. And you want to do that early on so your books don't become a mess. Now, you're probably not at this point right away where you're bringing on an employee well, maybe maybe you and a co-founder though. You have you set up of employees that you need to do payroll for, for example. I mean, you're full time on it. If that's the case, or even if you bring on your first employee, I would totally go with Gusto. Gusto is amazing. We went with some other companies before. Um, I've heard horror stories about paychecks. I've heard we went with a local accounting firm to do payroll at one point. It was awful. Don't do it. <laughs> Gusto is amazing. It's way better than anything else I've seen. It has tons of great integrations. Highly recommend Gusto for payroll. So you also need a bank account. Well, this is another one where we've, we've learned a few things. We started with a bank account as a, at a big bank. And well, the truth of the matter is as a small business, big banks don't care about you. I've had much better success with a local business bank. You know, there's a lot of local banks, I'm sure near wherever you are, that are tailored for small business. Um, reach out to one. They can be smaller operations. We found a, a bank here, Bridgewater Bank in the Minnesota area, that's been awesome. They've been fantastic to work with, amazing support. I was always afraid that I wasn't gonna get the same technology as you'd get at a big bank, but actually we get the same, if not better, right? And it's been a much better, you can actually have a relationship with them, right? And if you ever wanted to have a loan or anything, it's much better to do that with a small local bank than a big bank. The big banks are just, they're not interested really. It's kind of the, the end of the, there's a story there. So I, that's, that's my recommendation. I just have loved working with that small, smaller local bank. You're going to need a tax accountant too. If you've gotten this far, you're going to need a tax accountant. So don't, don't, don't be doing your own taxes at this point anymore. It's too complicated. Now that you've set up a side company, 
you, or or maybe it's your main thing. You got to bring in a tax accountant. It's just it's just too complicated to bother doing anything otherwise. So that's the basics of company setup. Now, in terms of like organizing a company, well, right off the bat, I do Google Apps. Google Apps is awesome for setting up email addresses, getting docs, sheets, all that good stuff. Love or hate Google, you know, many people don't like Google, but you know what? The Google Apps product is really good, so I'd recommend it. Zoom, Zoom is now the the standard for video conferencing. Use Zoom. I remember a couple of years ago when most people didn't know about Zoom, right? It's <laughs> a different time, but it's still, it's, it's great. Slack for communication and uh, chat. And then Notion for kind of like a company type wiki is what I would what I would use Notion for. So that's kind of the backbone of how I would organize things. Those are the, the, the tools I would start with. And then you need, you need some tools to do analytics and kind of data analysis. And I would keep it pretty simple there. I would start with Google Analytics. It's free. I would use Google Data Studio on top of it, which is also free. It makes it really easy to make nice reports. And I would use that with Google Sheets, also free, which is awesome. And that makes a really nice combo. Those three together, you can do so much powerful stuff with them and do some really nice reporting. So that's what I would do for kind of basic reporting. And now, how are you going to get money? How are you going to get customers to pay you? Well, based on our experience, for payments, I would go one of two routes. If you're doing physical goods, I would 100,000% go Shopify. Shopify is amazing, super powerful. They scale from tiny e-commerce store to massive billion-dollar e-commerce stores. So you're in good hands with Shopify. Really powerful platform. I would totally go with that. If you're doing more like software subscriptions, I would go with Stripe. Stripe is great. If you're doing app stuff, of course, that's a that's a different ball of wax that I won't get into here. But if you're doing like web-based subscriptions, I would totally, totally do Stripe. And, and I should say too, we've, we've tried and actually still are using, I'm not going to name any names here, but we're still using some other providers like subscription providers and I'll just say they've not been great. Stripe is the standard and we, we really should have gone with them. I regret not setting things up on Stripe uh, from the beginning, but you know. You learn, and eventually we'll we'll switch things over. But for the time being, we've we've used some other other providers of like subscription infrastructure. It's just not been great. Uh, I would go with the 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 market leader Stripe. They're the market leader for a reason. And for okay for hosting a website, believe it or not, I would just put up a WordPress site. I know, I know, I know. Some people hate WordPress, but you know it does a pretty damn good job. You know it runs like forty percent of the web, and it runs forty percent of the web for. A, damn good reason. And that's because it works pretty well. And there's a lot of integrations and plugins and it's easy to use. And yeah, I mean, early on, we had a custom coded, custom built site. Uh, Not great. It's tough to maintain and tough to update. And then like when we bring in like writers or copywriters or somebody on the marketing team that wanted to update it with this super complex JavaScript build process to update the site, just ridiculous, right? Like you shouldn't have to have your marketing team set up a build environment to update your website. It's just ridiculous, right? So go with WordPress. And then finally, for any app servers, I would run Heroku. We've run Heroku for our servers. We don't have a ton of them, but we do have some that are needed for AstroPad Studio. And Heroku has just been rock solid and amazing. I would definitely recommend it. 
So those are a few of the things I would, I would, you know, out of the box setting up a new company, I would, I would turn to. I'd love to hear what you think. And if there's anything I missed or maybe questions you might have, let me know what you think. I'm always open to uh, feedback, Matt at astropad.com. And uh, let me know what I missed or what you might like me to cover in the future. <laughs>